you wanna be hardcore with your hat to the back Talking about the gaps in your raps But I can't feel that hardcore appeal that you're screaming Maybe I'm dreaming This ain't Christopher Williams Still some MC got the feel one Caps I got the feel some To let niggas know That if you fuck with big and heavy I get up in that ass like a wedgie Says who says me Welcome to Trashy Ring Attire I am BD And I'm Q And it's time to get trashy Let's do it So A couple pay-per-views have gone by Mm-hmm couple interesting things mm-hmm. have happened. A few. Um, let's just start with like a couple of things about general uh, pay-per-view quality here before we get into anything else. Just because I'm kind of curious about your thoughts on... Uh, we'll start with Survivor Series in general. Um, you remember we had a conversation not long ago about the ending of a pay-per-view kind of ruining the pay-per-view for you? Oh, yes. yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, just in general, what did you think about Survivor Series, though? Like as a, as a pay per view as a whole, I thought it was fun. Booking aside, <laughs> yeah, um, I, thought, I, I had thought a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I thought it was a very uh, exciting pay per view. Like I, uh, there were more than a few times where I kind of like was exclaiming my excitement. Um, yes, just as a wrestling fan, yeah, it was fine. It was a good pay per view. It was. There was a different. You know, it was a concept pay per view that they don't utilize every single year. They certainly haven't utilized it to to this degree. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll, we'll get into the main event later cause there's just so much fun stuff oh, yeah. to talk about there. Um, but yeah, I, the, the, the team matches is something that I've, I've always really enjoyed those. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did three of them. Now that 10 man was a, or 20 man, I guess that was a complete clusterfuck. Yeah. But I mean, um, like I figured, well, you kind of knew that though. Yeah. Going into it. I mean, knowing that there are what, like five tag teams on each side, that was ridiculous. Like, uh, it was uh, very reminiscent aesthetically of that whole Randy Orton and John Cena versus the entire Raw locker room match we had a couple of years ago. <laughs> Forgot about that. Um, yeah, no, I, I really liked the team matches. Um, they were a lot of fun. Um, the women's match, to me, really showed the depth of the two rosters. Mm-hmm. And just kind of how wrong I was when I said they should never split the women's roster when they finally have a good women's roster. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what a what a what a what a great match just to show the, the depth of, of both sides. Um, did was not a fan of the end of that one though. Oh, you mean the uh, God? Who won? Was it was it Charlotte and Bailey? And then Charlotte and Bailey won. It would have been nice to see Becky take one of them out. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I feel like that would that would have helped out Becky a lot. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, especially yeah, since so. she's uh, now Sans Championship. Especially since she's now Sans Championship, we'll yeah. we'll talk about that in a sec here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, men's, women's match was good. Uh, Classy talked about this a little bit too. Um, that men's match—I don't know if most people realize that—that that men's the main one was over an hour long. Yep. I mean, they and had to they had to make it an over an hour long, especially in yeah, hindsight. They did, and and yet it didn't feel like it was an hour long. No, it was a lot of fun. Like people talk a lot about that Bret Hart Shawn Michaels match and that hour long match and how groundbreaking and amazing it was. Mm-hmm. I suppose it is physically amazing that they were able to do that. That match was boring as fuck. <laughs> Sorry, Bret and Shawn, and I'm fans of Bret and Shawn. I really am. But that an hour match with two guys should never happen ever. Um, and I know that they're planning on doing that with the girls. No, they're doing um, thirty minutes. Oh, is it thirty minutes? Okay, mm, they're so smart. They're smart about that. Uh, That's fifty percent better. I can yeah. live with that. 
Um, but yeah, the men's match was over an hour and I didn't feel it. I no. felt like they did a really good job, certainly with the physical part of the match. Like, they, you know, for, for such a story, you know, Survivor Series is such a story-driven match with so many different people. Um, well, it sometimes can you, It can be. It can. Sometimes you don't get the best action out of it, but they actually threw in some pretty good action here, I thought. Yeah. Uh, they, they told stories on both sides of, of both, both sides of both teams. Yeah, it's it's funny because like I feel like survi- uh, the uh, Survivor Series matches of uh, the uh, five the five on five matches are so um, cut like cookie cut to um, not in a bad way but like so, like cookie cut to like sh- showcase um, a little bit of diversity and kind of breaks and matches that you don't get bored. Um, yeah, and and I think that's great. It's amazing how many times WWE has butchered that over the yeah. past. 20 said years, but like this, the men's match and the women's match, um, and the tag match to, to a good extent, um, showcased it like that, like these matches can go on for a lengthy amount of time, um, in a positive way. Um, and like, and you can use that to tell compelling stories and put a few spots. I mean, it's not going to be technical masterpiece. They're not, that's not what these matches are meant to do. Um, they're meant to tell, uh, short care, short, uh, uh, they're, they're meant to be a, a culmination of short character pieces throughout each of each of the um, their segments, and you know when you make it into one kind of big story and a decent ending, then you have a you have a pretty good match. Yeah, and, agreed. Yeah, um, I think that you know the the match even did a good job of making me look at the Wyatts, which I tend not to do, even though this. <laughs> Randy, weird Randy Orton thing is happening, mm-hmm. uh, but yet I still looked at that not in not general, but I don't understand why I'm supposed to. I, I, I suppose it's kind of interesting in that I that they they have already demonstrated more patience with it mm-hmm. than uh, one would expect for these type of things. You know, like when Cena was with the Nexus, it took all of. 10 minutes to figure out how that was going to go when Daniel Bryan was with the Wyatts as well. You know, mm-hmm. he was in that jumpsuit for what, a week, two weeks, yeah, something like that. Um, you know, so I, you know, Orton's not grown a beard and he sort of sticks out like a sore thumb. So you really can kind of telegraph where it's going, presumably at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. which is going to be, end up being a lower card match on that much of a super card. And it's going to suck probably. Well, okay. That might be a little harsh. It may not suck. But that the, again, it's 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 the why. It's like they've broken them up and they've done this, but they've done this story before. Mm-hmm. And Randy Orton, I suppose, if you're gonna, if you have to have Randy on your show, I I think a far more interesting idea than the predictable old, uh, you know, he's gonna turn on him, presumably at the Rumble. I'll just call it now. Mm-hmm. He'll call, or or it'll be like a half turn, and then the full turn will come at the next pay per view or something. Uh-huh. Um, I think something far more interesting would be have to have Orton stay with him for the rest of his career, hmm. and just have him go out that way. Just be like, "Hey, remember when Randy Orton wasn't a crazy Bray Wyatt guy or whatever?" I don't know. The thing, the thing with the Wyatts is they've broken them up and brought them back together so many times. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I expect I expect Rowan to come back. You know, like I, I I wasn't surprised to see Harper mm-hmm. uh, when he came back at that pay per view. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean I'm not glad to see Harper. I like Harper. Mm-hmm. But it was very predictable. Yeah, I mean, it, it was. I mean, I, I think um, I think Bray Wyatt has a special um, connection with the fans that will 
let them, uh, I mean, it's, it's not just tolerate, but like, they're still behind him. Um, no, I agree. And, and, uh, even with like a gimmick that has, one could argue, arguably say has gotten stale, um, at this point, because they keep repeating the same crap over and over again, it's not necessarily his character, but just the, uh, the storylines, um, and in inputting Randy Orton into into the whites does seem a little bit fresh, even if it isn't necessarily like it, it basically is a carbon copy of of the Daniel Bryan thing. Um, Just played out longer. Yeah, exactly. And you know who knows? I mean, obviously the the predictable thing um, is to turn him, and I'm ninety nine percent sure that is exactly what they're going to do: is have these two fight at WrestleMania. Um, Hopefully, with uh, I mean, I'm sure Orton's probably going to go over too, which is a mistake to say the least. Um, but you know, who knows? Maybe this is something that'll have uh, Wyatt come out on top. I mean, one good thing that has come out of this is that he finally has a goddamn championship. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, and that's fine. And it might be the the penny belts that they you know mm-hmm. ripped off of the raw side. You're right, he, he does. And I mean, at least they're doing something with him, and he's not just sitting limbo. And I, and I like Bray Wyatt, and I like I want good things for Bray Wyatt. But yeah, I guess the, the the only thing was like they the Survivor Series was good enough that it actually got me interested in that. It got me interested to see you know is Orton going to turn on Wyatt? I was only interested for the. Part, well, that one part of the match, mm-hmm. because that part of it had ramifications for that team. Mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, interested in seeing Strowman for the first time and probably last time ever. <laughs> um, he's terrible. Yeah, right? he is. He's, he's terrible. Pretty bad. <laughs> and Sammy is having to, you know, it's a lovely story for Sammy if he were going to win. But he's um, not. But he's not. <laughs> so if you want, just send him back to NXT. We'll just watch him there. What's fine, Zane? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to see him push back to the minors, but I'd rather see him in a capacity that's enjoyable to watch. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say like NXT is the minors, but no, I, I agree well, I, I agree. Mm. Um. I mean, I agree with you. I'd rather see him doing something substantial in NXT than jobbing out to Strowman and uh, um, yeah, and on Raw. You just know that the, you just know that Vince sees the Red Rooster when he looks at Sammy. You could just tell. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I I don't know. I see the thing is like I'm conflicted about Sami Zayn because what I generally like to do is like you know, take my own subjectivity out of things when it comes to, um, you know, who they should push or who they shouldn't push. Um, I love Sami Zayn. Um, I've yet to watch a Sami Zayn match that I didn't like. Um, but taking my own subjectivity out of it, I know there are a lot of people who have, um, who aren't big on him. Mm -hmm. Like they like him in the mid card or they like him where he is. And it's weird, and I think it's because they feel like um, people like Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, um, uh, AJ Styles, uh, Dean Ambrose, etc., have uh, kind of overshadowed him. I mean, I don't, well, f- I don't feel the same way, but it's—I don't know. I mean, like, 
I don't know. I don't even know if there are enough people who feel that particular way to warrant keeping him in the in the in the position that he's in on the card. Well, I mean, it's not. You're right. I, you know, it's one of those things where there are talented guys coming up, and some of them are getting overlooked because there is a lot of talented guys that are coming up at the same time as those other talented guys, and that's fine. You know, I'm not super surprised to see Sammy kind of on the bottom end of that, just because he does kind of have a different look. He does, you know. He, he, there's a lot of a, lo- a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. um, and you know I, I'm not even necessarily you know not that I think there's anything wrong with Sammy in the main event because lest we forget Sammy did have a semi main event run already with Owens which went over really well, mm-hmm. uh, but you know even in the upper sort of mid card I mean certainly better than losing to Braun who I think you could make the argument that Braun is kind of lower card. I mean he might not be for long, but I mean who has he really beat up until now? I mean, Sin Cara? Okay. I don't don't know. I mean, honestly, I don't remember. I think he's beaten, uh, like, a local jobber a few times. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, to me, you know, even as a mid, you know, even as a mid-card feud and having Sammy, you know, work really hard and get really close, even that would be fine if they're insistent on doing something with long, thick neck, Mm. then, then they could do that. But, I mean... I don't know. Overall, a kind of a waste for Sammy, you know. Um, no, I agree. All right. I, I mean, yeah. I think Sammy Zayn could actually be one of the bigger baby faces um, that we've seen recently. But you know, well, he's got I, a very Daniel Bryan like appeal to him in that regard. Yeah, I mean, like I don't understand how, why you would not like why you would miss the boat with Zayn if you've already almost missed it with Bryan. You know what I mean? Like you already had Daniel Bryan. You know, you've had that particular learning experience. I feel like trying trying to do the same bullshit with Zane is just like showing that you haven't learned anything. Yeah, exactly. But um, you know, it's hard to find like to. naturally like like appealing and like just over faces. You know what I mean? Without looking yeah. corny, and Zane just has that. I don't know why they're not pushing him. They're gonna they'll feed him the strawman anyway. Yeah. Um, so we'll go to the end of the pay-per-view sort of at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of it, yeah, I, I, I thought it was a good pay-per-view. Um, so let's, let's just talk real briefly about TakeOver. Our, take, our TakeOver reviews are usually really easy because we pretty much both like them. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, let's see. Uh, I actually, for the first time, uh, thought that... Um, Nakamura match may not have been the match of the night. It was a great match, mm-hmm. but that tag team that tag team match was amazing. was incredible. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and another great match with Nakamura Joe. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think of the What do you think of the end there? It looks like they're playing kind of hot potato with it now. I know that uh, Joe beat him at Takeover, and then um, Nakamura beat him in Osaka, yeah. and now I guess they're going at it in Australia in a cage. So, who do you think wins that? Because I can't tell. I think Nakamura does. I think Joe's still going to be... I think Joe's going to hit the main roster before Nakamura does. Um, as he should. I mean... Yeah. I don't, like... I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't play it any other way. Joe is the only viable threat at this point. Um, well, I guess I should hold off on saying that since the uh, ramifications of, of the main event of Survivor Series. Um, right. But... Um, of course. 
Yeah, but I mean, I think Joe can be thrown in that particular category as well. Oh, yeah. Um, so, like, I think he's one of the only people who can. Um, so, I don't know how you don't push that guy out of the main roster. Um, yeah. Right after this. And Nakamura still has a good few. Like, I think Nakamura is more is going to be more prone to losing his title to, like, Bobby Roode or um, maybe Hideo Tommy even. I mean, it's, it's just... Um, I don't think he's losing this title to Joe again. No, I don't think so. Um, yeah, all right. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, I was a little sad that Aries and Strong weren't on TakeOver. Yeah, that was uh, upsetting. I really don't, you know, I like Paul Ellering as much as the next guy, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't understand his tag team. I mean, I'm presuming they're just going to be... The name is stupid. Everything is stupid about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ellering doesn't even know. Look like, looks like he knows what he's doing out there. He looks insane. Um, I think uh, there might be some elder abuse going on there. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I think his family just kind of wanted to make some money off him. So it was just like, yeah, you can put him in a cage over the ring for no reason. Um, so that's kind of weird. Uh, I really would have liked to have seen Roderick Sprung, especially because he has there hasn't been a takeover since he got on the roster. Mm-hmm. So I really would have liked to have seen that. Um, Rude is still firing on all cylinders, it seems. Yeah. Uh, that but, just, like, I, I, I can't imagine why he wouldn't be, like, um, at the top of the car, the main roster card by next, not, not this upcoming WrestleMania, but the following. Yeah. Like, people are way behind Bobby Roode right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it looks like, uh, what's going on with Aries? Is he hurt? I think he might be. Um, I know that he he's... He was a commentator. Yeah, he's a commentator on uh, on 205 Live. Um, right. And he's great on commentary. Um, but, like, he... Um, I'd rather see him in the ring. I think he is... A, he might be recovering, uh, which is fine. I mean, like, if... If this is what like he's doing while he recovers, if he's pulling like a CM Punk, um, you know, circa what was it, two thousand nine, when Punk joined the Raw commentary team, um, yeah, yeah, like if he's pulling one of those, and fantastic, you know, hopefully he uh, he recovers pretty quickly and is back in the ring, and until then, you know, he's fine on commentary. You have a chance to check two hundred five live or no? I did. Yeah, it's actually a pretty fun show. Uh. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. Not for lack of uh, not for lack of trying, but uh, I have not had a chance to yet. I said, do you like the concept in general of giving those guys their own show back? I kind of do. I mean, I, I think that's fine. I just think that um, I don't know where that leaves them in the mainstream, or even if they need a show. If they need, I don't even know if they need to be on Raw. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like. I feel like they seem undervalued and obviously undervalued on Raw. That um, I don't know. I just feel like it's a. It might be a negative uh, to have them there if they're not going to give them any type of real like value. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because like, I feel I, like I, the way that the company get, looks at a division really does affect the way the fans also look at the division. Yeah, well, I, I and I don't really know what went wrong on Raw, but clearly it was, I think it was part of the way it was presented. You know, mm-hmm. I like the fact that they had kind of had their own ring set up and stuff like that, but it was just presented as, uh, in, in, as just kind of like an inferior way. You know, I think they would, probably would have been fine on SmackDown too. Yeah, definitely. And I, I don't really know why it's different. 
in saying that. I don't really know what the difference is. I don't know why they'd be fine on one show and not on another. Oh, it's just because of how they've uh, basically... Um, how, how Raw has approached wrestling for God knows how long. I think the stigma <laughs> of Raw's um, like undervaluing actual like in-ring work yeah. uh, hasn't gone away, even though the wrestling has increased. Uh, the, the wrestling quality has increased. Um, you know, that stigma is just hard to shake, especially with the brand split. Yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, I think uh, somebody had made the comment. It might have been the classic guys, but they uh, they made the comment that it was kind of the third hour of SmackDown, which is not really a bad thing. I think maybe that could have worked, had it work on Raw, you know, have it be the before or the after show or something like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, it would have probably worked. Probably before show would have been better. Mm-hmm. I probably would have watched that before I would have watched Raw. Um, okay, so that would be that. Um, let's move on to um, let's move on to the SmackDown pay per view. Did you watch that? I did. I watched it in its entirety. Actually, I watched Westworld. It was awesome. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, well, I'm not kidding. I did watch Westworld, but I also watched the the pay per view. Um, Alexa Bliss. Yeah. So this is kind of the first time I've really seen her in a in a in a serious feud. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't watch the weekly TV on the regular, so uh, I have to say she's pretty good. Yeah, she's a lot of fun. Yeah, I I kind of enjoy her. I don't know that I would have given her the belt off of Becky, but if somebody was going to do it, uh, I think she made a, a fair amount of sense. Yeah, I mean she's uh she's got a very well put together character. She's very natural. Um, yeah, she just knows who she is in the ring and who her character is. Um, I think it's fine. I think um, I know you know she's going to be a transitional champion. I think the whole um, Nikki Bella versus Becky Lynch thing is uh, being telegraphed on SmackDown for WrestleMania. Um, yeah. So you know, eventually before that, you know, I guess building a, another main eventer out of uh, Alexa Bliss isn't necessarily a bad way to go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, and as for, uh, the main event of that show, uh, that might've been the best main show pay-per-view main event of the whole year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, that being said, I, I really kind of hated the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I mean, I really hated it. So if it doesn't get my match of the year vote, it's mm-hmm. purely going to be for that ending. But as far as just the straight up and down Ambrose and style stuff. I mean, they could have done a straight ending for that, and I don't think the crowd or the viewing audience would have been upset with it. No, let me you know? ask. And, and that's and that's not to say that I don't enjoy the James Ellsworth stuff. Do you? Because in spite of myself, I find that I do enjoy it. Um, I just don't think that this was the way to to go with it. Mm-hmm. Not 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 on that not on the blow off match. No, you know from Ambrose and Styles. No, they could have given uh, Styles the. Uh the legit one. Um, yeah. I, I know he's, he's had enough legit ones already, but it wouldn't have hurt to give him like one decent title, uh, defense, yeah. you know, one clean title defense under his belt. But you know, I guess, uh, I guess we're, I mean, you, you said you enjoy the James Ellsworth stuff. Well, there's going to be a shelf life on that for sure. Holy for, shit. That's, you know, that's, uh, that shelf life hit or like a good month ago for me now. Well, okay, you you got to realize I don't I'm not watching the weekly TV. 
Well, so, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I don't tire of it as quickly. I catch it in like YouTube snippets and highlight packages, right? Mm-hmm. So a little bit easier for me, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind the idea that Ambrose is just going to be able to murder this kid now. Um, that sounds like something I could enjoy. Um, you know, the idea... See, the thing is, I think you could have... The, the nice thing about the Ambrose and Styles thing to me and why I didn't like the ending was uh, to me, they were in a place where you could have had either guy win and it would have been believable. I was rooting for Styles, but I would have been absolutely fine with an Ambrose win. Yeah, same here. So, you know, to get neither, you know, that's the, that's the worst thing about those blow-off, dusty finish stuff mm-hmm. uh, is that there's so few matches where you would accept either guy winning that it's twice as disappointing when they do it in a match like that. Yeah. Um, but you know, the, the match itself was, was, was pretty awesome. Uh, that, I don't even know what you call it, where he sprung off the ropes and did the flip and put Dean through the table. Oh, the, the, uh, springboard 450. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. 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 So yeah, overall I, I enjoyed that one too. Um, you know, not as much as the other two pay-per-views we mentioned, but, you know, I, I would probably certainly take it over a Raw pay-per-view, which I believe there's one coming, isn't there? Roadblock? Uh, roadblock, end of the line? They, <laughs> don't, don't ask me. They, they, put a, they put a tagline attached to the pay-per-view and made it the name of the pay-per-view. So it's like Roadblock something. Roadblock, end of the line. Okay, yeah. well, whatever moves your furniture. Um... So speaking of that, um, Sasha and Charlotte is going on that show, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the uh, the Iron Woman match, the 30-minute one. Okay. So they have had a feud. When did Sasha originally win that belt? I mean, I guess in theory you could say they've been feuding since WrestleMania. Yeah, um, she's been... Uh, she, she's won the belt on, it, she won the belt on, uh, on a Raw before SummerSlam. And then lost it at SummerSlam. And then lost it at SummerSlam, yeah. And then lost at Hell in a Cell. Well, she 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 won. Um, I think she won it back. Well, but she lost at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, and then and, she lost and, at Hell in a Cell. And then won it back. And then won it back again, yeah. Okay. Um, so, I've enjoyed the matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they've been really good. Um, are they? Uh, has it been going on too long? I think I don't, I don't. I don't actually think it has, and I don't say that about. Oh well, I've probably never said it was a divas feud. Frankly, fifteen minutes was too long for a lot of back when they had the divas. Yeah. Um, and ever, you know, ever since they've sort of gone a different direction with it, um, most of the matches I find myself enjoying. Uh, but Sasha Charlotte has gone on for an inordinate amount of time. I think this has to be the blow off. I think that like this has to be the ending. I don't know where else you like, and I think you need to have Sasha win this. And the only reason I say that, and the thing is, I've grown so fond of Charlotte because she's like probably one of the best heels, if not the best heel on the on the card today. Um, yeah. But like at this point, like that's the only way this feud is going to definitively win is that if the champion, whoever the champion is, uh, wins yeah. the next match, and that's Sasha right now. So like. They need to just call it quits. Like they, this, this feud has gone on very long. Um, I think it's still, I, I think it's still good, but before it gets stale, they need to call it off. Yeah, no, I agree. But you don't think it's stale 
yet. I, no. I actually don't either. And I, I didn't really realize how long it had gone on until I had watched it. You know, I, I like the fact that they're doing some title changes and stuff on Raws. I mean, you don't see them do that with the guys typically. No. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of, I, I liked it. Um, I like I kind of like the way they've done, you know, they haven't gone the predictable formula of just win, lose, win, lose, win, lose, you know, mm-hmm. um, we all thought Sasha was going to win at SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, we all thought Sasha was going to win at Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Uh, and you know, certainly on Raws, you don't expect that type of thing. So, They've done a really good job with it. The girls have done a good job. Um, I, I am surprised they're doing another one. Um, pleasantly surprised because they've already sort of planted the seeds with Bailey and Charlotte mm-hmm. uh, at Survivor Series. So I kind of expected that that would be the next thing. But it's kind of nice that they're doing it again, you know, with they're, they're setting up, you know, whether Charlotte wins or loses, they're setting up her next thing ahead of time. Yeah, definitely. You know, the, the, that's some, not something they have the foresight to do very often. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, okay. So who do you think walks? Who who do you think wins the blow off? If this is the blow off, if it's the blow off, then Sasha. Because um, like you can always like the rematch clause is always going to be there. You know what I mean? Like that's always something that they can that they can and will pull. Um, yeah. I think I think Sasha's gonna win this, and I think it's going to lead to her um, having a feud with Bailey. Um, at WrestleMania, like I think there's going to be a number one contendership feud between Charlotte and and uh, Bailey, uh, which should be pretty damn good. Um, yep. You can put uh, Sasha in a match with um, uh, Nia Jax, or you know, uh, God, who's coming up? I know someone. Oh, Emmalina uh, is coming up to Raw. Um, Wait, you know, whoa, what? Yeah, Emma. Um, oh, Emma. Yeah, she's changing her name to Emma I, Lena. Oh, I, I thought you said Melina. No, I'm no. like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, Melina wasn't horrible. Um, yeah, she was. But uh, <laughs> uh, 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 that actually brings up something that is interesting that I did want to ask you about. Um, uh-huh. Mickey James. I forgot to ask you about that when we were talking about NXT. What did you think about her? Oh, she did a great job. Her and Asuka had a great match. Um it wasn't Asuka's great best match, um, but it was definitely, like, Mickey James belongs in the current women's division, like, no question. Uh, she fits in her, well. You know, coming from where she came from, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a tough thing to me, and I honestly didn't know. You know, I've never been against Mickey James or anything, but, you know, that, that's, a, that's a tall target to hit. And I, it still feels weird, even a, almost a year later, saying that about the women's division. But, um, yeah, I thought, she, I thought she did great. I was surprised. Apparently she's headed to SmackDown. Yeah, I mean I think that's a mistake. I think SmackDown. Uh, okay. I think SmackDown's talent depth is like as far as the women's division is concerned, is already there. I see, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, no, I don't disagree with you. I think um, you know she probably could do a little bit more on Raw or other stuff in NXT too. Yeah, definitely. They still have a, and again, it it, does, it feels absolutely bizarre saying it, but. They have uh, such a rich talent roster of women on Raw and SmackDown and NXT. They really don't have anybody. Um, I'm really jonesing for the Ember Moon Oscar match that I'm sure we're going to get eventually. Um, yeah, she's going to be the one to take the title off of Oscar. Maybe um, so. I don't know. You know, Oscar in the big scheme of things hasn't really been around that long either. It's kind of like Nakamura. That's true. So, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm fine either way. But the the interesting thing is. Uh, 
you know, they almost need they they need they need more girls in NXT. Yeah, they do. I mean, so and somebody from outside last time just to fill a pay per view slot. Well, I think they're going to. I think um I think they've already been trying. I mean, like unfortunately, what happened was um when when they got the uh the the first cream of um talented women in NXT, which included you know um Charlotte, Sasha, uh, Bailey, and Becky. Um, and a few others. Um, after that, it seemed like they just hired a bunch of mediocre Australian wrestlers. <laughs> I mean, like, seriously, look at the tech, like Billy Kay and yeah. like, uh, some other. I mean, I'm not saying they're bad. They're just. No, no. They're just not on the level of, like, you know, the, the, the women who are, like, champions right now on the main roster. Um, or Asuka. Like, they're definitely not on Asuka's level. Um, but you know, it's we'll see what happens. I mean, like I think they're they're replen. I think they've been replenishing, um, their uh, uh, their developmentals. So hopefully they'll be pushed. And I mean, the next feud has to be Ember Moon. I, I can't see anyone else challenging Oscar. And yeah. I hope, I hope no, that I, feud I is lengthy. Like I hope they have like a Samoa Joe uh, Nakamura situation where they like have like a heated rivalry and. It, goes on through a couple of takeovers. Because I think the two of them can probably put on some stellar matches. Or a baby, or or a, or a Bailey Oscar thing, even like that, even, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah I, I hope that if they are ready to move anybody on from NXT, that they they develop the people that they've got more. Um, which is, is kind of a universal thing on NXT, you know, and yet somehow NXT still seems to do well, even in spite of that. Um, That's true. So, you know, who am I to say? Um, so a couple quick things, and then we'll get into, uh, the, uh, 115th installment of Us versus Classy Guys. <laughs> um, just a couple quick things. Um, the Seth Rollins, uh, face turn, mm-hmm. uh, they did it. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came back. So talk me through this. He came back and he got a good reaction, but then he was a bad guy. Yeah. And then he uh, got screwed by Triple H and Owens for the belt. Mm-hmm. And then he just kind of became a good guy for no reason. But it seems to me that he has become one of the most, well, not that he ever wasn't, uh, but it seems to me that that face turn is working quite well for him. Mm-hmm. Like he's, He's pretty over at this point. Am I wrong about that? Like, I just noticed that watching the last few pay-per-views. Like, he gets pretty good reactions. You know, that, that Hell in a Cell with Owens is uh, was where I, where I really first noticed it. I mean, part of it is that he does amazing things. Like, that powerbomb through the table that he gave to Owens. Holy crap. Nobody saw that coming. Yeah, seriously. Um, I just, it was just a comment, you know, it, it was a really shitty way to turn him face. In that I was cheating, and then they decided to cheat with somebody else, and so now I'm pissed off. I don't understand how anybody's supposed to like that. So I don't know if it's just the fact that Seth is really good, so it doesn't matter how you turn him. Uh, but he seems to be doing quite well. Like, what do you think? Do you think Seth is going to get that main event slot at WrestleMania? I think that he's going to fight Triple H at WrestleMania. <laughs> I think they've been trying to okay. do that for a while. Um, I will say this: I think I think the way that Seth Rollins turned is exactly how they should turn everyone organically. Right. Like, yep. he hasn't changed. He's still the same asshole that he was when he was getting booed. Um, well, and that, that, that's I should say when he was a heel, he never really got booed. But, um, 
I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, it was very much, um, it, 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 it wasn't the typical way that they do things, and it was kind of underwhelming. Uh, I don't, I mean, like I said, I, I feel like part of the reason it worked, though, is, is because Seth Rollins is kind of Seth Rollins. You know, it, it, isn't it a little weird to be like, I was cheating with these guys, but then these other people started doing it, so now it's not me anymore, only because they dumped me, and now you should cheer me. That feels, that felt clunky to me. And the only reason that it worked for me is because I just happen to think Seth Rollins is super talented and I really like watching him. Yeah, but it also works on a broader scale because Rollins hasn't pandered to the fans. No, like, that's true. And I think that is a large... Yeah, you're probably right. That probably is like, a large... Like, he hasn't part. changed his character at all. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he's still, like, kind of a conniving asshole. He's jumped Owens on more than one occasion. He's sn- he sneak attacked Jericho on more than one occasion. There have been times where he worked with Reigns, but only when it really suited his interests. Right. Um, so, like, it really hasn't, like, he hasn't changed his character at all. Um, the only difference is he's fighting the, the, the supposed heel. Okay. So, like, and yeah, he has, he has gotten screwed, but he's never really come out and said, um... Well, I should be cheered. He said, "Oh, no, he's never done the Cena he, thing." Yeah, right. he just came out and he said, "Oh, well, this motherfucker's not going to get away with it." So he's like, "That's basically it." He's just like, "Nobody fucks with me." It's not the fact that, like, you know, he's he has a moral compass, um, and I think that's what why it works. Like, that's the thing. Like, that's that's how they should be looking at even Reigns. Like. Um, right. how Reigns turned face was just fucking weird as shit because like he started pandering to the crowd and started doing all these catchphrases that didn't stick um, yep. whereas Seth Rollins just like he just fought the right guy He's he has a feud right now with the right person that's why right. he's getting cheered okay a um, couple other quick raw things um, I know that We've been fairly hard on Chris Jericho, and I tend not to just go. I, I tend not to have the same reactions as the crowd a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I gotta say, uh, I have become a fan of Chris Jericho's resurgence just these last few months. This has by far I, like been one of the best things he's done in his career. <laughs> yeah, I don't really understand how that happened. <laughs> part of it, part of it, is the list. Mm-hmm. And I mean, fair, fair. I used to love Jericho. Yeah, it's 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 the it's the creepy friend's dad who tries to dress cool look uh, that he really overdid. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and, and the matches have not been spectacular. But uh, I don't really, you know, other than the list. But I feel like it's not just the list. I feel like whatever he's doing or however he's doing it now, it's working. Uh, yeah, I don't really know. I, like I said, I tend not to really go just because it's a trend you know that that's why the Mizdow thing never worked for me but you know i <laughs> i don't know <laughs> whatever it is uh i'm kind of loving watching chris jericho right now maybe we're just getting old and maybe we're just kind of falling into this way of popular opinion these days i don't like the sound of that at all <laughs> uh, now uh now we were talking about uh Seth and Roman, they seem to have kind of switched positions. Seth is now fighting Jericho, and Roman's going for the world title. Yeah, there. That's that's a that's a that's a downgrade. The classy guys talked about this too. The crowd is still not ready, nor will they ever be ready unless they do something different with Roman. 
for him to be the world champion uh, or be the top, you know, good guy on the show. I don't think they're going to pull the trigger with that yet. I think they would have taken the U- United States. I think they would have put the United States belt off of him if they were going to do that with him. Yeah, maybe. But uh, you know they love them Roman and they never stop. No. Uh, <laughs> you know. uh, so, you know, hopefully Owens, uh, I mean, Owens is going to have the crowd in the palm of his hand for that one. No, oh, definitely. Which should be fun to watch. And Jer- always- Jericho and Rollins should be an amazing match to watch as well. Jericho and Rollins fun. I'm not happy that Seth is kind of knocked out of the title picture, but uh, I do like the idea of a Seth Rollins with Jericho match. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, it's it's eventually going to get to a point where, um, I mean, I, I can telegraph this um, now, and I'm calling this, Jericho's going to win the Rumble. Jericho's uh, going to win the Rumble. I'm calling that right now. Uh, Jericho's well, going to win the win the Rumble, and he's going to go on to fight Owens. Like, that's where that feud is going to culminate. Um, so you think the main event of WrestleMania is Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho? No, the main event's going to be okay, some other you, okay. some part-timers versus some part-timers. Okay, um, you think the Raw World title match is going to be Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho at WrestleMania? Yep. No, not a chance. I, I promise you. That's I'm, not saying, I'm not saying I don't hope you're right. I think uh-huh. it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do that. No. Uh, I promise you that's what they're going to do. They're going to have some some shinier guys out there, like your Romans or your... There's no way Romans is not in a title match. All right. And not, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope you're right, and mm-hmm. no one is going to be happier to be wrong about this than me. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, oh, at the very least, it'll be Rollins. At the very least, it'll be Rollins. There's Rollins no is fighting hope. Triple H. Well, I, the thing is, I, I can see that happening. Um, but... <laughs> I, I, it'd be awesome to see. Uh, I just don't know. I, I can't see them putting their main show's title on those two guys for mm. WrestleMania. And, and they should, and it would be a great idea, but it, I, I cannot see it happening. Well, okay, what, what's, yeah, that's the hat over the wall. I'm, well, I'm going to go ahead and, like, if we're going to do this, and let me, let me go ahead and, like, list out what's going to happen for WrestleMania. And, I'm, and this is very early, but I'm going to go ahead and call this. Um, Cena's having issues right now with WWE, from what people are saying. He's filming, like, two, two movies back-to-back. He's going to show up for WrestleMania, but he's not going to have a match, which means somebody has to take his place fighting The Undertaker. That's going to be Roman. They're going to have a Reigns versus Undertaker match. They're going to have, um, uh, God, um, Rollins versus Trips, uh, Owens versus Jericho, and Lesnar versus Goldberg 3 because, you know, I don't know why they want to do it again, but that's what they're going to do. Yeah, I... Okay, Roman and the Undertaker, I could, I could, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I could see Roman Undertaker. I could see Rollins Undertaker. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I could see Jericho Undertaker. Mm-hmm. I could see Owens Undertaker. I do not see Owens Jericho for the belt for WrestleMania. I just don't see it. I, I think it's a, again. I think it's a great idea. I think they should do that. I don't think there's any way. You remember what the main event of WrestleMania last year was, right? And that was for the Raw World Title. Yeah. Or was it? I mean, it was for the yeah. world title. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was it, for the yeah, world title. Yeah, there was only one. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I, 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 <laughs> I think that it's still Vince's toy. I think it's the one day out of the year. It's his wrestling Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, <laughs> that's very interesting. Uh, classy guys, if you're listening to this, uh, 
throw that on your next show because I actually would be yeah. I actually would be interested to see what you guys thought about that if that and, would and, you guys are more in the loop than I am. Yeah. I don't And I'll even I'll even go as far as to say this. The match that will close out the show is going to be Sasha and Bailey. Oh, that'd be great. The match that's going to close out that show is going to be Sasha and Bailey. That'd be, I have no doubt about that in my mind. Well, I actually don't disagree with that. The women have had an amazing year. Yeah. Uh, especially if you consider that their first year being taken seriously. And even uh, beyond that, like every time they had a Sasha and Charlotte main event on Raw, the ratings spiked. Yeah. And that's what's going to matter. Like, okay. you know what I mean? So that's. I'm just saying, like, I feel like I, I feel like this is how Mania is going to play out, and I feel like um, I'm not like I'm not really looking forward to Taker and Roman, but you no, know, I think that's how they're going to play that card, personally. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So uh, just on the the classic guys had a real interesting thing about the draft, and uh, it just we could we don't need to spend too long on this, but. Mm-hmm. Um, the GMs on the respective shows, do you feel like those work fairly well? Foley and Steph, do you think that works well? I mean, I'm getting they a, a... Keep it to a fair minimum. Yeah, they don't do much, but I'm kind of getting tired of Foley coming out and, like, stressing the... Like, he he's very one-dimensional as yeah. of late. He just comes out and stresses the importance of, like, matches. <laughs> like... You don't know yeah. how important this match is. Or, like, coming out to Kevin Owens and saying, like, you're, look at what you're doing. You're making a mockery of the belt. And he comes out to, to the women and be like, you've never been in Hell in a Cell before. You know, like, he kind of reminds me of, like, <laughs> WWE's J. Jonah Jameson. Like, yeah. Know. Yeah, it is interesting, too, that he's the one to come out and lecture people about the dangers of the cell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So fair enough. Okay. So, but I mean, overall, the the structure of it, you feel like is okay. Yeah. Um. I think Daniel Bryan, particularly, he um, like, I'm not gonna lie, I don't watch Raw, um, in its entirety anymore. Um, yeah. Three hours, but I, I have found myself watching more SmackDown, and um, even on nights that I don't necessarily have time to watch the entire show, what I will watch the entirety of is Talking Smack. Yeah. Um. I- and like Renee Young is is great on that show, but like Brian really shines on that show. And I think like you see a lot of character development um in, in that show that kind of rotates around Daniel Bryan. Um yeah. and it and it does wonders for other people too, like the Miz. I mean, like, I know you're not a fan of the Miz yet, BD. Um and but like I have been We a don't fan. have time to we don't have time to unpack that. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say like the growth that he has shown because of Daniel Bryan um has been really interesting. And I don't necessarily think it would work with anyone outside of someone like the Miz. Like Daniel Bryan is the worker. Like Daniel Bryan is like this guy who is like the indie worker and he's in charge now. So like your typical your prototypical WWE guy from the past uh, like the Miz is gonna be the one griping, you know. He's yeah. gonna be the disgruntled guy. And like, if you want to be the, who better to be the poster child of, like, previous WWE like, lackluster, safe ass workers, uh, you know, besides the Miz. So it works really well. Like, there's like a genuine like argument there that you could tell is like sincere, and I think that's why it works well. Well, I mean. Until you actually get in the ring, like it's still really hard to watch me 
somebody like the Miz get into the ring with somebody who is a better wrestler and just not believe that he would just kick his face in. Like, that's the thing. Like, that's one of the reasons why I never really got into Dolphin Miz. Because... Did you watch the ladder match? Uh, yes, I did. It wasn't a bad match. It was a, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I, I mean, it no, was, a... it was all right. Yeah. The, they, they had a, they had a, they had a handy prop they could use and Ziggler, it, it, to me, it, it always comes back to that Miz Morrison thing. Oh, that Miz had a great match with Morrison. Uh, no, Morrison had a great match with a prop that managed to not <laughs> get him killed as he flew all over the ring like a maniac trying to make the Miz look good. Um, so, you know, whatever. I mean, it, it you're right. As far as things that you can have the Miz do, uh, mm-hmm. this is the most offensive one of them. But uh, I, I don't. Miz isn't prototypical anymore. No, you know, no. he he. The problem with the Miz is that he's so disliked that people boo him, and then, and then they think, "Well, that's a strong reaction. We've got to hang on to this guy." Um, I'm not, I'm I'm gonna go against that. I'm gonna say that I would have I would have agreed with you about a year ago, but I think now there is genuinely. I'm not a part of this, mind you, but there's genuinely like a fa- a, um, a specific part of the fan base that support his new like like that are behind him because of what's happened recently. Now, look, I'm not watching Miz on a weekly basis. I'm not turning into right. turning on SmackDown before the Miz. I don't like like even when he's like when he had a match with Dean Ambrose or whatever. I didn't watch that match, um, but there are people who now do like they're not you and me but they're there you know and you know if that's if they're coming to watch the show for the Miz, whether it be a temporary thing which i think you and i both know this is going to be this is a temporary thing this does not have longevity everything with the Miz is yeah <laughs> there is not there's this is not a longevity thing but as long as he is he has that part of the fan base behind him um and he can at least gain some. He has some draw, which he does now, for now. I mean, he has some some merit to being on the roster. And also, I like his interactions with Daniel Bryan because Daniel Bryan really does like shine in those interactions. He's amazing in those interactions. That's one of the reasons why I like talking smack. Right, so. because. The Miz is terrible, and it's not really scripted when he's talking about the Miz. That's the thing. Like I, I, I don't. You know. Yeah. All right, we're 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 gonna we're gonna come back to that. Yeah. Maybe next time because yeah. this that, well, this will never end otherwise. <laughs> um. So uh, speaking of uh, you know, in terms of seeing somebody, uh, if I have to see them, I guess this is not a bad way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seamus and Cesaro. Mm-hmm. So this is something the classy guys touched on. Yeah, um, they're a big fan of they're big fans of Sheamus and Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Uh, they like the story. They like the angle. Yeah, um, I will say that reluctant tag team partners is a pretty easy story to pull off, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 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 decent. Um, this has led to our buddy Joel, uh, who I was so proud of a couple years ago, uh, getting back on the Sheamus train. Um, and he made the, the, the quote that I wrote down was, uh, Seamus has the ability, talent and drive to succeed in the business. Now success is relative. Mm-hmm. So, okay. We'll see. Uh, I would say that Seamus has the drive. I would say he's motivated. I would say he, 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 he worked hard. Yeah. 
as far as ability and talent goes, though, uh, it's like the Miz. It's never worked. It's not going to work for me. He could bring a rocket launcher to the ring and have it be le- legal, I think. Uh, and short of that, I just don't see what there is there. Um, so what do you say? Seamus and Cesaro, what's your, what's your kind of take on it there? I think it's fun. I think it's temporary. I think it needs to be used to, to help uh, boost Cesaro. Well, that brings up something interesting that Joel had said. Um, this is elevating Seamus more than it's bringing down Cesaro. And I don't see how that's a good thing. No, that's not. And that's not what it's doing. Well, I mean, it is elevating Seamus a fair bit. Cesaro is still ridiculously over. I still think it. I, I still think it's doing Cesaro more harm than good for Seamus. Because the thing is, it, again, it's it's back to the Mizdow thing. Mm-hmm. That did not elevate Damian Sando or the Miz in any meaningful way. As soon as it was over, it's done, and it's not going to help either one of them. Yeah, but and I, Damian Sando was the one that needed help there because he was he was the good one. I agree, but I'm looking. I, I think when I look at Cesaro and um, and Sheamus, I think I'm thinking less the Mizdow thing, and I'm thinking more Daniel Bryan and Kane. I think that okay. I think these two are legit, like um, an off an off kilter pairing, um, kind of you know the same way that uh, Bryan and Kane were. Um, I think there is definitely one who is way over, way more over than the other one. Um, however, the dichotomy of both of them is what people like. And I think in the end, I think Cesaro will be like, no one's going to remember, um, Seamus, like, and like, no one's going to push for Seamus, Seamus, a single run. You know what I mean? After this is done, but they will still be pushing for Cesaro's. And the only thing, um, and a really good productive thing that's going to come out of this particular teaming is the fact that just like Brian developed, like kind of, um, kind of a charming uh, character uh, element right. that wasn't necessarily there before. I mean, he was still charming without the Kane thing, but it definitely helped him. You know, it definitely added something into his arsenal. I think Cesaro is going to get that same thing from this tag team. Um, I think he's going to gain that charming element to his character. You know, he obviously doesn't need any help in the ring. He's already, like, miles ahead of most people on the roster when it comes to talent. Um but if this is going to help him by putting um like putting that little bit extra into his character, you know, and right. I mean I'm all for it. I mean if Shame is Seamus gonna be on my television, yes. Has he been a little bit less intolerable recently because of this tag team? Yeah. I right. mean I'm not gonna lie. But um do I wanna see him after this thing is over? No. Um and I and I just hope that you know Cesaro gets a whole, like a huge fucking rub from this team. Hopefully that'll right. be that'll be what happens. I mean, I think I think uh, the classy guys. I think uh, Joel when he did say that. Um, I think I think Joel wants to see the good in everything, and that's no, that's, he does. He's and, very he's very innocent that way. Yeah, and uh, well, yeah, and and I and I I respect that. I do. I mean, like I said, yeah. I I think the tag team is a good thing. It can be a good thing. But for completely different reasons, um, and I think we need to stop looking at this as a Seamus thing. It it isn't. It just isn't. Seamus is very much. I wouldn't even just say the, the guy Rob, that got put there. I wouldn't even say the Robin to Batman. I wouldn't even say Alfred to Batman. He's like 
Commissioner Gordon's lieutenant to Batman. You know what I mean? Like that's what we how how we have to look at this. Like he's kind of there to be funny and add a little bit to the story of Seamus or sorry, of uh of Cesaro or Batman. Okay. You know. I should actually All be right. using a James Bond reference since he does come out with the uh with that pretty awesome Bond Titan Tron. Damn. I'm well, off today. I, I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> well I, I, I think too part of it is, you know, it's this thing they won't fire former champions, really. That's why Jack Swagger still has a job. That's why The Miz is there. Mm-hmm. You know, they just they just won't do it. That's why Sheamus is there. I don't see an argument for them otherwise. Well, you know, somebody could show up on TNA Wrestling and talk <sighs> bad about WWE, and you know how Vince really hates that. You know, even no, though, I, I'm pretty sure he didn't lose any sleep over Cody's brief flirtation or Damian Sandow's complete failure. Even in mm-hmm. TNA. I mean, to fail in TNA is... That's hard to do. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're you're not wrong about that. All right. Uh, main segment. But this is probably going to be super short because I'm pretty sure we both can have the same thought about this. Goldberg Brock. Oh, my God. Where to begin? Where to end Your it? Thought. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my thought: before Survivor Series, that's what that would have been a perfect time to end it. Yeah. Um, no, I'm gonna give you the first one on this, BD. Why don't Why don't you go ahead? All right. Uh, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, that's all I got. Okay. So Joel and Chris ended up. They They found that they liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that this was a double dose of bad because the match was terrible. Uh, they completely glossed over the fact that they probably only had a 30 second match because, uh, or a minute and 30 second match because Brock or Goldberg is incapable of having a longer match. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can bright side that if you like to, and that the match probably wouldn't have been very good anyway. Mm-hmm. They were going to go this way. At least we didn't have to suffer for long. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did take away my, uh, my desired result of having the crowd beat the shit out of the match. Uh-huh. Um, and the, the second part of the double whammy was now we have to do it again. Mm-hmm. At least, at least once more. Yep. At least once. Why? You know, like I said, this, this may not be a long segment, you know, they, they, I don't remember everything they kind of said. They kind of talked about our little debate about it. Um, they mentioned that you uh, call people Brock Marks, but I'm pretty sure you called me the Brock Mark. I did call you a Brock Mark, and I think you need to come to terms with that at some point or another. But you know, no, not at all. I oh mean, my goodness! Now, now I couldn't. Now I, especially now, now I couldn't care less. I was a fan of the Brock story mm-hmm. because. It was an easy story to tell. It would have had an extremely long-term payoff. It was the modern equivalent of the streak. Mm-hmm. It was told over a shorter period of time. Legit combat athlete. You know, lest we forget, I wasn't exactly a fan of Brock's first two years back in the company when it was the Cena Triple H time. Mm-hmm. That did not go well. You know, he, I think he's capable of having good matches, yeah, which is just kind of icing on the cake. Goldberg isn't one of those matches. But now it doesn't matter now. He just got beat by a 50-year-old dude. I was a more of a fan of the Brock story than I am of Brock himself. But this this makes absolutely no sense to me. Where where do they go with it in your mind? 
I mean, there's only one thing you can do is that, you know, you need to have Brock come back and, and beat Goldberg. And, like... But that's just going to make it two to one. If they even want to tie it up, that's still two more matches. Frankly, one was too many. <laughs> I don't know what else to do with this. Like, I don't want to deal with this oh, anymore. Oh, no. Like, I just... I mean, to be completely honest, like, it's just... All right. So my my whole cons my whole my whole perception of the whole Brock Lesnar thing, especially like right before Survivor, this whole year basically, yeah. my whole thing was okay, this is boring, me to at least some extent. I'm kind of tired of watching Brock do the suplex thing over and over again. It's not a good wrestling match. It really isn't. Okay. Um, he had good matches. He's capable of having good matches. But now that they found that this is like what like sells T-shirts, this is what they wanted to stick with: is Brock coming out and suplexing motherfuckers. And yeah. although that was a fun novelty match with Cena, and although he him beating uh, Undertaker for you know um, our breaking the streak um, has merit or had merit, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I I. My whole perception this year on 2016 on um, uh, on Brock Lesnar was he is whoever beats him will get the biggest rub on, uh, that you could possibly get, right? Um, and you need to give that to someone who is up and coming. Um, yeah, at least in this not world. out and going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was thinking, hey, you know, I think we, we you and I talked about this like like several Nakamura, times. Nora, yeah. AJ, anybody, Joe. yeah, I mean. Anyone, anyone, like AJ, AJ, AJ would have gotten it, and, and I, I mean, I know he already beat Cena clean, but hey, you know, beating Lesnar clean would have definitely cemented him. Um, yeah. Nakamura, Joe, Owens, you know, list goes on. We we can list a good number of people because the roster is pretty plentiful of up and comers who are good in the ring. And they um, gave it to Goldberg. And then they gave it to Goldberg, and it wasn't just that they gave it to Goldberg, but they gave it to Goldberg in a squash match. Yeah, which. I mean, I don't really know. I just don't know why they thought this was a good idea. Um, a momentary, did it pop the crowd? Yeah, because it was unexpected. It was just like you know somebody cashing in money in the bank times a hundred because it was just a, such an unexpected thing to happen. Um, right. But like, yeah, I mean, like I just I just don't understand exactly what they were aiming for here. Like, what is the long term plan for this? Because obviously they have one. Well, yeah, one would hope. I mean, I assume it's sort of like with um, with one of the stories we talked about earlier. I presume Brock's in the Rumble, or Goldberg's in the Rumble, and Brock's going to come screw him. Yeah. They're going to ha- come have a match, and maybe Brock wins. But so what? And not it, only it, that, but like it's a repeat of their, like, 2000, what was it, 2002? 2004. That's exactly whatever, what, whatever it was. That's exactly yeah. what the fuck happened. Into like Goldberg was in the Rumble and he was about to win, and then Brock comes out and screws him. Like that's exactly what happened. Well, yeah. And how did that end? <laughs> that whole thing. That's well, what I don't get. I don't. I don't understand it. You know. And I. 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 I you know. It used to be. You know. After the first few years, mm-hmm. I. I it used to be. It's just like no. They probably would put the world title on Sheamus again. Now I'm kind of at the point where I'm just like, well, they, I'm guessing they probably won't go that crazy again. But I'm going to have to revisit that because this was not a good idea. And It wasn't even a year ago when they gave Triple H the belt. Just remember that. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> and they did Triple H and Roman at WrestleMania, even though we 
I, I was positive they weren't going to. Um, yeah, I, I, I just, I don't understand what they could possibly, I, like I said, I assume this is leading to a mania match. Um, I did read a kind of a funny story where everybody like, this is like a backstage thing who knows if it's true, but everybody was afraid the, to tell Brock about it or ask Brock about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of laughed and said, let's do it. You're going to pay me to do what? You like, you know, because mm-hmm. he don't care, obviously. No. Um, which is fine. It's a, it's a good mindset to have. Just get paid, go home, have be fun, be have fun, be happy. I mean, that sounds like a model employee to me. I mean, as an employee, if I were Vince, yeah, I was like, absolutely. oh, fuck, this is fantastic. Just throw this guy some money. He'll do anything. Exactly. And I mean, I, I, so I, I don't question that. I just question like, what, what are you going to get out of Goldberg long term? I mean, I think they're just trying to build, and I think this is short-sighted, but yeah. I think what they're trying to do is make Brock Lesnar interesting. Like, I think they're trying to give him his, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think they're trying to give his, him some depth. And that is... To me, Brock is a character that should have anti-depth. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense for him to have any depth. Like, yeah. why? They've tried that. It worked once. It worked when they put a sombrero at him and they had to make, go make fun of Eddie Guerrero because he was so over the top with it or he was potentially possibly drunk. I don't know what it was. <laughs> it was like the one time uh-huh. where doing something outside of his, you know, uh, out of what he just kind of does normally anyway uh-huh. uh, worked. And that was a fluke. I, I, I just, I don't, <laughs> yeah, like I said, this is probably going to be pretty short because it's probably both thinking stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah, so looking forward to the inevitable Brock eliminating Goldberg from the Royal Rumble. Um, yeah, I just don't understand how it's how how it's a good payoff, you know, a good a, a surprising two minute payoff. You know, Joel even said somebody uh, I forget who it was, but one of their buddies that we saw in the spring, uh, they were all watching the pay per view together, and what the guy said, wouldn't it be hilarious if Goldberg just like crushed him in like two minutes? Well, they did. They did that. Well, no, they crushed him in, in one minute and 40-something seconds. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is hilarious if, and everybody laughed, and then he does it, and now they're like, this is a great idea. What? No. <laughs> I mean, you got to call a spade a spade. Like, there is no, like, real potential outside of this except for giving Brock depth, and that doesn't really give you anything. Like... Except well, for give- what you're going to get out of Brock anyway. You're going to give him a little bit of depth. He'll get back over on Goldberg. It'll probably still be either tied or Goldberg will be up two to one or whatever. And then what? Then you're just going to do, hopefully do the same thing we talked about earlier, which is, you know, let somebody else beat Brock. But doesn't that, isn't that diminishing returns now? Oh, hell yeah. Who the fuck cares? Exactly. Oh, wow. Nakamura beat Brock. And that, that was that, that. They made the point of saying that on, on Sierra Tire, too, which is that, well, it's still going to mean just as much if somebody beats Brock. Well, no, no, it isn't. No. I mean, come on. That's gullibility. Like, let's be let's let's be real here. Like the stock has diminished. Actions have repercussions. Booking decisions, have, have, they have repercussions. And this yeah, is this is a repercussion. Everything back. You can walk you can walk some small stuff back. Sure. But you yeah. can't stuff back you know if if aj beats brock now it's just like well a 50 year old man who hasn't wrestled in 12 years beat brock in two minutes so yeah, exactly and he was hurt at the time i believe so <laughs> so you know i'm not that interested anymore like i said it, it really so i mean we've yet to see brock since then so i guess you know mm-hmm. i can't say 
until I see him, but I really cannot see anything happening where I will be interested in Brock again. Because it really was, it really was all storyline with him for me. It was a long-term storyline. It wasn't so much in himself. It helped that he was a big, nasty SOB who didn't give a fuck because that sort of played into his attitude. But it, it, it really was the story. I, I was not into Brock until he beat Undertaker. Well, that's the thing. The most dominant man, the most intimidating man in the past 10 to 20 fucking years in professional wrestling had to use a nut shot to beat Brock Lesnar. <laughs> exactly. Like, and a 50-year-old dude who never wrestles beat him in what? Holy crap. Excuse me. Apparently, uh, other people are dissatisfied with the Survivor Series ending as well. Uh, yeah. All right, well, that's okay, because I'm probably going to call today anyway. But, um, yeah, uh, I look super forward to uh, to seeing what they do with this, because, and I mean, and, and Joel and Chris don't pick up and that be like, see, it's working. He wants to see what happens next. That's going to be really annoying, and that's going to piss me off, so don't say that. Yeah. I will say this. I will, I will, I'll concede to the fact that, like, you know, Joel and, and Sandy were, were right about, like, Goldberg having a good portion of the fan behind him. Like he, Yeah, they he got had, it. He had way more support than I thought he would get. <laughs> well, it's not that hard when you pipe the chance. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's uh, just take a quick second to congratulate uh, Woodrow for staying on top of the trashy ring attire open. And let's congratulate you. Mm-hmm. Making an impressive jump up for up to second from I believe you were in fifth with me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you are tied with Micah Rabbi for second, 100 points, three points behind Ridrow. So you are within striking distance. Oh, I'm crushing it. When Jericho wins the Rumble, I will be winning. When Jericho ahead. wins the Rumble, that's going to be five points. And I'm pretty sure nobody else is going to be picking Chris Jericho to win the Rumble in 2016. So if you win, you uh, deserve these DVDs. Buddy. Oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so yeah, thanks everybody uh, for voting. Uh, Roadblock, will be, when is Roadblock? Um, uh, two weeks. So okay. we'll probably do one more episode before the Rumble. I mean, like the holidays are coming up, so. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, I, I hope CRA lessons. I hope we get something back because, uh, yeah, you guys were in rare form. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at TR Attire. You can follow myself at BD underscore CRA. You can follow my friend Jonah here at Jonah Q K U E. Check us out on Inside Pulse Wrestling and subscribe to us on iTunes. It's the easiest way to get the new shows. And until next time, keep it trashy. Smoke your funk by the boxes, packing blocks. It's natural to eat your niggas like chocolates. The funk, baby. All I want is bitches, big booty bitches Used to sell crack so I could stack my riches Now I pack gats to stop all the snitches From staying in my business, what is this? Relentless approach to know if I'm broke or not Just cause I joke and smoke a lot Don't mean I don't tote the Glock